Welcome back to Men Doing the Work, where we challenge men to lead, love, and play wholeheartedly so they can create more fulfillment in their relationships and in their lives. Welcome back to the show. Today I have another solo episode for you. I am going to be digging into shame and shutting down today. These are two very big topics. Uh, something I've just I've been seeing a lot of lately in in people in my world and clients hearing about it in groups that I'm running, and I thought I'd dig in a little bit uh, as well. It's something I'm learning even more about uh, myself. Just getting some recommendations on some new books. Uh, one in particular I will mention right now, which has been pretty fantastic so far, is. Uh, the Shame That Binds Us, uh, which is actually a free download on Audible if you're on, uh, if you're do the audiobook thing. But it is a fantastic book so far. It got recommended to me by Preston Smiles uh, in a program that I'm in of his. And this idea of shame, this, this feeling that we experience, is a big one. And it's, it ties into so many things. And that book goes so deep on all of that. Definitely recommend checking that out if you're interested in going a little deeper on this. Today I'm going to be talking specifically about how this ties into shutting down. Uh, a lot of people have this kind of default reaction of when things get hard, when things get scary, if they're uncomfortable, if they get triggered, they shut down. Instead of being able to communicate, instead of being able to move forward and open, they, they close and they contract and they shut down. And this is essentially a defense mechanism. It's something that, you know, once you start going into the world of trauma and learning about how our bodies just learn things and then keep repeating them as we move forward, it's it's not too hard to understand how that happened at some point along the way. We had something happen when we were young and the way that we created safety was by closing down, by retreating. And so our bodies learned that that is how we create safety. And then that pattern gets repeated over and over and over again in places where, you know, if this was a real, like if you got jumped by a bunch of guys in high school or something, and that was your only way is by like literally like turtling and, and pulling away or, you know, something that was actually life-threatening happened and you had to, you know, shut down, pull away, or just like not engage with someone that was trying to pick a fight with you or something along those lines. Um, or if you had a, a parent that abused you or something really serious like that, you know, where you couldn't fight back, you couldn't, you know, the only way to create safety was to to retreat, to shut down, uh, to pull away. If that was the case, like you've got some serious wiring in your system around this. And in life or death situations like that, it's it's not it did create safety it was a good thing that you did in that situation now fast forward that pattern may not be serving you anymore you might be using that same defense mechanism in things like you know an uncomfortable conversation or talking about something that brings up shame or you might get angry and you might have emotions rising that you don't know how to deal with you don't know how to express so instead of risking hurting yourself, risking losing love, risking something bad happening, you pull away, you shut down, you just kind of close in. And again, it, it is a way of creating some safety in the moment because you don't have the thing happen, but with things more of, especially more of the emotional stuff that comes on, you know, getting into conflict with people, having fights, having, you know, verbal things like this that aren't actually life-threatening. They're just threatening to 
our ego. They're, we don't. We get overwhelmed. We don't know how to deal with them. We don't know how to communicate well. We don't know how to open into these conversations and have them. It's it's a, more of a perceived danger than an actual physical threat but it's still our nervous system still responds the same way our nervous system still feels that panic that fight or flight and this is where it all kind of it's, it's one thing to just say oh yeah you should do things differently or you should learn a new way of doing but when when you're triggered when you're when your nervous system is engaged and you get sent into a fight or flight response it's not your conscious brain that's acting anymore. When, when you're in that fight or flight response, you're literally acting more from your reptilian brain, your, your brainstem, your kind of primal safety mechanisms. It's just like, holy shit, danger, get us to safety now. And that's all they can think about. And so this work is to, if you feel called to do this, if you feel called to create more safety in your life and, and peel back some of these layers, you can go through a process of learning to respond differently, learning to create safety in these moments, learning to face the potential shame, face the discomfort that comes up and and rewire some of those circuits in your mind so that you can actually face these conversations, so that you can connect more in these ways, so that you can still have conversations even if you're triggered, even if someone else is triggered, you can you can meet them and not battle with them and not have things blow up and get chaotic, but you can meet them and have you can open in love even when there's anger present, even when there's conflict happening. You can be strong and present and and still engage with someone when they're in that state or when you're in that state. You can express the fact that you're angry and also communicate what's underneath it and you can you can act you can have both, basically. Uh, and this is obviously a it's a skill that requires some practice to develop, but it's it's a really good skill to develop if you are in this work, if you're doing the whole conscious relationship thing in particular, because you know if you choose to enter into a relationship as a vehicle for growth, you're going to get tested. You're going to get tested in any relationship, but if you actually care about growing and evolving as a human and you know moving through and growing your capacity you're going to get given opportunities to practice that and and this is where this comes in so this idea of uh, the the practice of building that skill in relationship and in conversation a great way to practice that is through actually practicing it and having conscious conversations having either working with a coach or a counselor like myself and my wife or doing it with your partner in some sort of a group setting or having some sort of framework to go through that you are in you get to actually practice having uncomfortable conversations saying things that you might not want to say opening up about certain things being willing to talk about things that bring up shame that bring up anxiety that bring up any of the things that kind of keep you apart from your partner uh, that create space between you, that keep you guarded, that, you know, again, th- like maybe that causes you to shut down. Because this behavior, this pattern, this kind of uh, wiring that we have around shutting down, it, it's a learned behavior. And like we talked about, it was usually created at some point in your past by, you know, a much younger, probably even child version of yourself that knew that that was the only way it knew how to create safety in that moment. And you now are way more capable, way more intelligent, way more skilled, and that old pattern is still just running the show if that's something that you're dealing with. So this is 
the work is to go in and rewire some of this stuff. This is where a lot of this more somatic healing and trauma work and IFS, all these things come into play to help heal those parts that are stuck, that are um, you know, exiled and, and kind of trapped in that trauma state to help them heal, help them kind of integrate so that that doesn't run the show anymore. And then practicing these new ways of being that you want to cultivate. So that was a mouthful. Uh, I may have just dropped a whole bunch of things that you have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, if, you've, if you've been listening to the show for a while, it, it probably did make sense, but it's a, you know, it's a big rabbit hole. So as I mentioned, the book on shame is a great one to take on. If you're wanting to learn more about the trauma stuff and everything I was touching on in that realm, the somatic healing, there's another great book called The Body Keeps the Score, which is a very kind of fundamental um, text on just the world of somatic healing in general, how we store so much in our bodies. And um, the IFS part, uh, there's, I, I can put these all in the show notes for you guys, but uh, the the guy that started IFS has an awesome YouTube channel with a bunch of resources that he created on this topic, which is all about uh, internal family systems, which is the, the many parts of us that are all operating beneath the surface. So sidebar, um, resources to go deeper onto this, but this is a lot of the work of repairing these, healing these, integrating these parts and these like little either mini or big traumas that you may be dealing with so that you can show up more wholeheartedly so you can be brave and step into these conversations and face these fears and keep growing, keep evolving and keep expanding your life. That's what this is all about. So you can hold more love, so you can hold more joy and fun and play and wealth and all the things that you're wanting to call into your life and and not have to be triggered and shut down when things like this come up. So this is a big one. Um, lots to dig into here, kind of just planting a little seed with this one. Uh, if this is something that you want to dig into more, uh, you know, I'm here. I'm happy to support. Feel free to shoot over any questions or if you want to go deep on do a session together or look into doing my long-term program with me, uh, happy to chat about that. You can book a call below and, uh, you know, we can, we can find a time to dig in more on that. Also, we have our Brave Love Challenge, which I've been talking about. Uh, we are already underway with this first initial round, but we are going to have our next round starting on September 11th. If you would like to get into that with your partner, do some of this work together. We have some awesome frameworks and tools within that program to help you practice these skills, to help you connect and go deeper with your partner. Practice the skill of opening in the face of discomfort. Practice opening towards each other and sharing these parts that bring up shame, bring up anxiety, bring up fears, etc., etc. Um, you're practicing being brave in the face of challenges, in the face of your fears. It's a very important skill if you want to grow, if you want to evolve, because your fears, I've talked about this before on here, but I personally believe our fears can be guideposts for our growth. If we're willing to listen to them, if we're willing to pay attention to them and move towards them, instead of collapsing, shutting down, and pulling away from them. That's, that's a big piece of the whole path of growth. You know, imagine, like, if, <laughs> if you played video games when you were young, imagine, like, you're playing the video game, and all of a sudden you get to the boss level, and you just stop. You're like, ooh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to face that. It's like if you're in an old-school, like, 2D side-scrolling video game, like, that's all, that's the thing you have to do. You know, like, there's no there's no more beyond that life obviously works a little differently than that there's there's many different challenges you can say no to this challenge and you'll get met in a different place with a different challenge but by choosing to face the challenges that we're presented with 
that's how we grow. That's how our souls evolve and, and grow. And again, this is my personal belief. This is why we're all here, is for our souls to grow and learn lessons. And that ultimately is a big piece of what I do and my I see as my purpose here in life, really on a big scale, is to help people learn those lessons that their soul is trying to teach them and so they can grow that much faster. So if you want to hear more about that, please reach out. I'm happy to chat with you. And we've got a couple spots open in our group still as well and all the other things I mentioned. So lots of opportunities if you want to dig in with us and do some of this work. But for now, I'll leave it at that. I gave you lots of things, lots of threads to pull, things to go deeper on. So enjoy. And I will see you next time on Men Doing the Work.